tell y'all, um, did I ever tell you about my North Carolina trip? Did I do that already? Mm, no, I could be, I think, uh, wasn't the last episode when we record, we hurried up and recorded because you were about to leave? Or was yeah, that after you came so. back? Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't tell you about the, the beautiful meal that I had. Ah, no, we didn't hear about the latest Miati really? meals. Okay, okay, so we got to start with that because I really want to, because I've been daydreaming about the food that I ate in North Carolina. The food since in North I Carolina left. is great. Yeah, like I'm actually moving um, <laughs> in like probably like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you was packed. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. My suitcase is, is in the room. It's still out. <laughs> I have no open in 10 years. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> sorry. Sorry, audience, if I already shared this and we just forgot, but I'm going to share it again if we already did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to this uh, barbecue place called Midwood Smokehouse. Right. And it was so good. I ordered um, brisket, mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese, collard greens, hush puppies, and it came with like this pickle these like sliced pickles doused in this vinegar or something like that it was Mm. delicious like when you order your meat if you order brisket they give you the choice of moist lean or mixed who is picking lean like you have to pick moist and when i tell you that joint was moist like (laughs) it it just oh it cut like but i didn't need no knife i just used my fork it was what part of um north carolina were you in we were in charlotte oh you were in charlotte what what was the name of the place that y'all went to. That's right here. Midwood Smokehouse. Midwood Smokehouse. All right. Yeah, it was delicious. The um, the hush puppies were so. Adrian um, know about that. She said. Yes, Adrian. <laughs> I know you know North Carolina girl. Um, the uh the hush puppies they were just so hot and crispy and sweet, and the collard greens. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know something. I don't. That's where I was the like, first time I had hush puppies in North Carolina. I think. Really. I'm pretty sure that was where I was. Yeah, normally I don't really care for collard greens like at soulful places. It don't really like keep my attention. I'm not ever really impressed, but Mm -hmm. I was impressed with this barbecue spots um, collard greens. And then the waitress asked me, oh, would you like our um, spicy vinegar to go with your collard greens? I was like, huh? <laughs> sure, I'm trying. Oh my God, I'm glad that I did. It was delicious. Now I'm gonna be honest. The macaroni and cheese was a little. Uh, it, it had a very interesting taste. I feel like there. I cannot identify what cheese it was, but it was a cheese in there that was really strong and kind of overpowering the dish. So the mm. the macaroni and cheese I don't have to get again. But that meal yeah, was good. But I'm not gonna sleep on the appetizer that we got. Okay, we got these nacho libre uh, nachos. Mm-hmm. And um, with uh, smoked chicken on it, pulled chicken. Mm-hmm. It Sound was good. delicious. It, it was amazing. I'm going to send you guys the pictures. I, you might have saw it on my Instagram story. No, I saw you putting it up. Oh, uh, food stories. Uh, yeah. yeah like cilantro. I'm, I'm going to send it directly to you. Um, when we went to North Carolina, my, I used to look forward to going down there and just eating. That's the that's the only reason why we were there. It, to partly yeah. celebrate Brandon's birthday and then the other party. Oh shoot! It was his birthday in July, right? Uh, yep, the sixteenth. Yo, I didn't even like remember. Yo, I would have. Dang. Yeah, he. Um, at all, yo. Yeah, he called you on your birthday, but like he was like, "Oh, he didn't answer." I'm like, 
does he have your number saved? Like it's probably this yeah, random yeah. number call. Yeah, I don't. And then, if I ain't got your number, I ain't picking up. That's you should have texted yeah, him. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. So text him. He never did. So I'm like, y'all just both trash. But I'll tell him you say happy yeah. birthday, and he says happy birthday. Yeah, give him, <laughs> give him my <laughs> birthday too. Yeah, tell him you got to tell me his number so I can save it. But yeah, yeah tell him my related birthday, yo. I will. Um, and my fault for not really posting it, posting him on his birthday. We was too busy just like living life. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's the best. That's, 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 that's the, the best, best way, way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I decided to just post that we um took a trip, like you know, after we came back. Yeah. Um, but overall, I wanted to. I, I we we ate at other places, but I wanted to spot like that place in particular because it was really good. And now we keep saying like. Um, all right, I'll be right back. I'm going to Midwest Smokehouse. You want anything? <laughs> it's like an eight-hour drive. <laughs> right, right. Or a 45-minute uh, plane ride. But it was good. Like, we were we were there like, oh, no, I have to move here eventually. This is like, <laughs> It'll make you want to. forever home is. How about we just all move to North Carolina? Like, just all the offers just in the West, future West, just pack up. Just, <laughs> just be neighbors too. Ain't that the same? Ain't that the same thing we said about Atlanta like a couple years ago or something? Yeah, wow, we're hoes. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> hoes. Fell off. I'm not. Yeah, Atlanta, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not in no that. way no. excited to go to Atlanta anymore. No, it's oversaturated with Philly people. Like sorry if anybody listening yeah. from Atlanta, I don't mean. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry. Respect, but. When I went to um, Atlanta for my birthday, what was that? My 26th birthday. I was so upset about like all the people from Philly that I encounter. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, like everybody has a Philly accent. Where's the Southern accent? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we had an Uber ride. He was like, oh, well, I'm from Philly. I'm like, oh, come yo, on. How you in an Uber from Philly? Yo? Right, like of all Ubers. But anyway, mm-hmm. I won't, you know, go on a tangent. But long story short, North Carolina food, the ta- the place that we went to was good. And I have a feeling that. All of them are that way. All the restaurants. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're all moving. All right. Put it <laughs> in like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> in like 10 years. Yeah. But um, how's y'all weekend? Uh, not bad. I didn't, yeah. I haven't done too much besides, you know, the normal. Um, yeah, I'd say me neither. I mean, I just, it wasn't, I'm pretty chill. Exciting. Yeah. Um, I went shopping, which was needed. I need to retail you know, make steps. Yeah, I need I needed steps to revamp in my closet. So of course I had to hit up H and M. Don't laugh at me, bougie people that don't shop at H and M. They miss um, out, man. Because shirts be ten dollars. Hey, exactly. And I love it. Um, you get the so job I, done. Yep, and I try everything on. I have to try things on now that I, you know, gain weight during the pandemic, so I got to make sure everything fit and it fit. So, like, I'm happy. So now I have some good basics and staples in my closet so that I can build off of. And part two, part two is happening today because after we're done recording, I'm going to TJ Maxx. I still need to get some shoes. So I mostly did it for, like, work. But um, Uh, I was up. Yeah, and I was up at, like, five in the morning. Uh, I started my cleaning process. Yeah, you texting. You was up since five. What are you doing? Well, one, y'all know Milo wakes me up at five every morning. Mm. Um, but I've been ignoring him until like quarter to six and it's been working. So <laughs> <laughs> but anything past that, he's gonna get get aggressive. 
They gonna see like a whole dinner plate slide to your head mm-hmm. while you sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, that's my my baby, so I have to, you know, take care of him. Speaking of the baby. Speaking of. Let's talk let's, about it. Your man is tripping. All right, we'll get started. Yo, yours, yo. Me? When have I ever taped for the baby? But but first, go ahead. Go ahead and introduce the show. Welcome to the Oxcore cast. I'm Ant. I'm Jazz and Yachty. There you go. And we're the plug. And as always, you can find us at Oxcordcast on Instagram, Oxcordcast on Twitter, Oxcordcast at gmail.com for all of your questions, concerns, thoughts, comments, and anything we would hope you would share. We need more of you to reach out, please, because we want to interact with y'all. Right. And that'll build the show and allow us to do other things. But <clears throat> we are about to get into the the baby debacle. The baby debacle. The baby debacle. <laughs> that is funny. Um, going, Jazz. So let's just start off for anybody that doesn't know what the the baby debacle is. He um performed at Miami Rolling Loud, and you know how when uh, people give shows and in between each song, they they talk and engage with the audience and the DJ, like, oh, everybody put your lights up, da 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 Well, he decided to be extra and say all of this random stuff, like, um, if you don't have HIV or AIDS or any other of those other diseases that make you die in two to three weeks, put your lighters in the air. Yeah. If, ladies, if your P-U-S-S-Y smells like water, put your lighters in the air. Um, fellas, if you're not S and D in the parking lot, then put your uh, uh, lighters in the air or a cell phone in the air. And then the DJ is like, y'all be looking suspect. And all this type of stuff, like just saying, like all this crazy stuff. I'm like, was that really? What kind of ad necessary? lib is that? Y'all be looking yeah, suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be looking Yeah, let's be honest. Some of y'all suspect. I'm like, yo, that's the worst. That's that might be the worst artist DJ back and forth on a stage convo to the crowd ever. The baby Let's keep it real. DJ. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Y'all out here looking suspect. Like, how do you say that? Yeah, how does that work? Listen. Yeah. So, um... Chris Brown put up, right? Yeah, so people he got like, a lot of flack and... Do the show, shut the F up. Get off the yeah. stage. Yeah. Like, whatever job. happened to throw your hands in the air? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you just like, don't yeah. care. Somebody was like, all you had to do is do that and leave the stage. Yeah. Yes, so... Um, of course, he got a whole bunch of flack and backlash from that um, by the general public and his peers. Um, one of notably being uh, Dua Lupe. Lupe, Dua Lupe. Dua I can't pronounce her name. Dua Lipa. Whatever. I'm sorry, yeah. Dua Lipa. Dua Lupe. Um, Dua Lupe. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, because she did a song with him called Levitate and like she removed him from the song on iTunes and she um, condemned him for the comments that she doesn't stand behind that. This is not the person that she's worked with before. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. He got um, backlash from Elton John, who's part of the LBGTQ community. Um, he, uh, Once Elton he, John come out and say something. No, right, uh, you're done. He got over. called out by Madonna. He just got called out by everybody and um, mm-hmm. he chose to respond to all the backlash. Um, uh, not really an apology, but just saying like um, basically like he wasn't trying to be offensive. Like all of his um, gay fans, they're not doing all that stuff. They don't have AIDS and stuff like that. And it's just like just just digging himself mm. into a deeper hole like you know the climate that we're in even if we're not in that climate that's just too much to say yeah. just do the songs like chris brown said you got people agreeing with chris brown and people love to cancel chris brown because of his history but you got chris brown condemning you for something then mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a mess and he just keeps like digging himself into a deeper hole because first he got a lot of backlash from bringing out Tory Lanez immediately yeah. after, um, you know, Meg came out on, at Miami Rolling Loud. And that's his, like, industry friend. Like, they have a yeah. working relationship, so he no didn't care. Yeah. When I, I will say, when I saw, um, when they had, when Rolling Loud was going on, and I think, and the moment he brought Tory out, I was like, I already know what's about to happen. And it was before, like, it all hit headlines because it was like people was putting mm-hmm. up live clips. So mm-hmm. he brought out Tori, and and I'm watching that. And I'm like, I already know where this is about to go. And of course, the next day it was everywhere and everybody talking about it, yeah. criticizing it. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's just not tasteful. Regardless if you believe him or not or that's your friend, like, the optics of it is not good. And mm-hmm. you have to... Um, so unfortunately, in this business, like you can't be too real or whatever. Like you have to play by certain rules, and that's just something that he just shouldn't have done. And it's just like it's just I feel like the baby uh, lately, continuously, he keeps getting more attention for all his shenanigans and his actual music. Like his music is becoming super trash because it's becoming redundant. It's like it's the same thing over and over and over again and not in a good way. Like mm-hmm. he, his sound is, it just becomes redundant. Um, and unfortunately his shenanigans are just, you know, it's catching up to him. He's about to lose deals and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and he really, you know, uh, offended that community. But, um, one of our listeners sent us a question um, on Instagram, Offcore Cast on Instagram. Uh, do you think the comments that the baby made on stage are getting blown out of proportion? Do you think homosexuality is pushed in media more than it needs to be? Uh, so, I what are your thoughts? I, I think. Um, all right. I think you said the first question was, "Do I think that his comments were uh, are getting blown out of proportion?" Blown out of proportion. I mean, I for today's no, era, uh, you yes. know what? For today, yeah, I'm about to say for today's era, yes, only because. But like, wait, no, 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 they're not no, getting blown no, no. out of proportion for today's era. They're yeah, right they're, on par. I know, with I know what era. you meant. Yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. Like, yeah, they're right on par with today. 
you can't you can't say those types of things anymore because the world is like super 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 sensitive over like anything now. So you really can't uh, make those comments today and not expect some type of backlash or everybody to hate you or cancel you or do something like that. Like I'm not saying that he should have said it because I wouldn't have, but mm-hmm. like. I'm not going to act like there aren't worse things that's being said and have been said out there. Like, and that goes for like probably stuff in movies or comedians or stuff like that, where people Mm. make those maybe same types of comments or comments in that, you know, in that, on that subject. So, you know, we've heard, we've heard things being said and then other people didn't blow it out of proportion and treat people like they treated him. But, um, I do feel like, he should have just kept it regular because it's like, man, if what kind of world have you been living in? If you don't, if you were that, like, if you were that comfortable to go up there and say those things, it's just like, yeah, you must not really care if you're going to get canceled or not. And all you like, mm-hmm. like, like they said, I mean, Chris Brown said, all you had to do is go up there and do your show and, and well, he knows that he won't. <clears throat> yeah. But it's like other people just, I mean, or maybe he don't believe in cancel culture, so he's just like, I don't care how they feel. This is all going to be attention for me, and it's all going to blow mm-hmm. over because I'm going to just keep right. dropping new music, and it ain't going to matter. But as far as um, like the gay stuff being pushed hold, on people... Hold, on, hold off on that, A.O. We're going to come back to that question. Let Ant answer um, oh, first all right. the, the first question. I think that's how we should do it. Well, give, right. give your side real quick, Jazz. Well, I got to hold on real quick. Um, For me... Okay, I'm about to break down the comments. One, the whole HIV and, and AIDS one. I know that was the particular the common particular that had the LBG, LBGTQ community up in arms. But I feel like even though a lot of um, that community uh, is experiencing that you know disease, like that are, are infected by that disease, I think. Um, you, but you can't assume. You can't just assign that to like the whole community. You know what I mean? I feel like people who are infected with that disease, regardless right. if they're like gay or not, should have been the main offense party instead right. of like just assigning. Like even as uh, if I if I'm a part of that community, I wouldn't want that to be assigned to me because that's one of the stigmas that they just all have it or whatever. Right. So right. I think the um you can't you can't tell a community what. To be upset about and what not to, but um, I feel like the last comment maybe should have been the one that you know sent that particular community in uproar um, because you know that's an act that occurs within that type of relationship. Right. Um, but once again, can't tell a community what to be upset about because yeah, that sure. that that disease does affect that community yeah. a lot. Um, the whole the peace on like water, I mean, I feel like we're just all desynthesized to, you know, that particular comment. Like, I don't think anybody was really paying that in mind. But I did yeah. see somebody point out that it was kind of misogynistic and it kind of <laughs> contributes to like women feeling like, you know, just kind of feeling like, oh, if it's not like water or just just setting impossible standards for women or something like that. Yeah. Um, but. I, I do feel like those comments, it was just unnecessary. Like it, it just, it, he just didn't have to say it. I don't think it's being necessarily blown out of proportion, but I do 
But on the flip side, I do feel like a lot of celebrities are taking this opportunity to kind of like gang up on him for like clout of their own or just like kind of joining the bandwagon a little tiny bit. Like it's kind of like, like, why are you really speaking out? Because a lot of times people just speak out to just, you know, just get clout. And I'm not saying that's what's happening, but at times it feels like that. Um, and I, I hate the, the baby for putting himself in the position to mm-hmm. be a black man, like being targeted by like all these mainly white individuals, like coming, coming down on him like that. Like Dua Lipa, like she, she probably felt the obligation because um, she has a song with him. But like that song, isn't that song like old? Isn't that song kind of like a year old? Like, I don't know. So, I mean, to be honest, she really didn't have to say anything, but um, celebrities could be using the opportunity to gain, you know, uh, you know, to kind of, I hate, uh, I don't know the right word, to appease a certain audience. Like, oh, look, 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 mm-hmm. guys, look, LBGT community, I'm speaking out against mm-hmm. this guy. Like, you should, yeah. y'all should love me for that. Right, right, um, right. But at the end of the day, like she has to protect her business. I get that, but I, I do feel an air of like, oh, this end to attack this guy. So let's do that. I'm not saying he's not deserving of it, but I just feel like people are, are benefiting from that, like the outrage, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. outrage clout or whatever, like that. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's. I'm, I don't think it's planned, but I also don't think they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as your the the questions go, um, as far as does what was the original question? The first I know you had two questions. Are the comments, kind of started getting deep. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was, do you think we haven't addressed the second one yet? But the first one is, do you think the comments that the baby made on stage are getting blown out of proportion? No, and kind of how we just like it's like as far as today's era goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that they're right on par with how people would react to that in 2021. <clears throat> um, I don't think it was necessary. Like, should he have said it? Of course not. Um, I will also, and I think he was, he obviously didn't have any, he didn't think of any ramifications. He probably didn't think he would get any. Um, also, but I will say, I feel like if he would have made those same comments in the late 90s, early 2000s, there would have been no problem. Yeah, he could have got away with it. Um, me and uh, Adrian was having this talk, too, but it was like, there was, the like, and excuse my language for listeners who are sensitive to all that, but faggot, AIDS, like, all that stuff was in lyrics, like, all the time. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, like, um, what was the line I said? Wayne. What would Wayne say on Carter One? Like you homo niggas getting AIDS in the ass while the homie here trying to get paid in advance. Yeah, it was like yeah. that was a bar, and no yo, one said nothing. Yo, like, yo, DMX. Yeah, of course. Last I heard you think it was having sex with the same sex. I showed no mm-hmm. love to homo thugs. Like, like, yeah. like people were just openly was just like yeah. that was definitely I, a homophobic bop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so my thing. That, so like, like. If the baby said this and it was 01 or 98, I think everybody would just, yeah, they would have just cheered. Like nothing would have been wrong. There'd have been no I backlash. Think, 
I'm not a history major or anything like that, but I think around that time, the 90s and the early 2000s, I feel like there was a rise in AIDS or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think, while I don't think you would get backlash, I think it would just bring upon more shame to the people that like had. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Of course, nothing good would have came out of it. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have lost no money, no endorsements, no nothing, though. Right. Yeah. Like you're. Like you're. To your point, it was just normal. Um, and there's a lot of stigmas around the disease, and he, even in the baby's apology, quote unquote, is he still main? He still kept saying ignorant things like my fans don't have that. They're they're clean, like they're they're S and D in the five star hotels, oh, and they don't have world. HIV. Just yeah, because, like, yeah, good people in the world have HIV and AIDS. It's not always like <laughs> because of unprotected sex. Or, right. or it, it, they could have gotten, God forbid, rape. Like there's blood transfusions. There's mm. there people could be born with it. No, say, like, unfortunately, some people are born with it. Yes. Yeah, so you can't. You just can't say that. And it's like we shouldn't have been saying it back in the day either. Yeah. Yeah. So I know people. So I know there's a lot of people. Um, that think, you know, in this era, it's just like, you can't say anything. And there are some instances where I'm like, dad, like, come on. Like, it, it's not that right. serious. But certain stuff is just like, you know what? I'm kind of glad people are putting their foot down in regard to certain stuff because it's just like, so certain stuff so, so you just, you shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, and I feel like in the realm of comedy, it, it uh, it's actually becoming like not acceptable to do it in there either. But, like, I can understand if, like, it's a comedy show. A lot of times, like, no filter and things mm. are said. and certain. But, like, at a concert, screaming to thousands of fans, like, musically, like, I don't I don't think. It's all unacceptable at this point <laughs> in time. But um, you just have to get with the times. Like, this is what's not okay. And you just have to, to deal with it. You have to find something else to talk about. You got to – you're also creative. Y'all artists and stuff – Find something new cool to say that doesn't. I, think, I mean, for the most part, I think most artists have. Like, you don't really hear mm-hmm. it nowhere mm-hmm. near as much as mm-hmm. we heard it back then. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. They're gonna have to if artists, if any artist is struggling with that, like maybe the baby was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear it too much in his music, but but that's even more of a red flag. Like, well, then why are you screaming yeah. it on stage? But yeah, at the right. at the same time, like, cause you can somebody could take that sound clip all day. But my thing is with like, everybody canceling him and he's losing endorsements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, man, that's well within everybody's rights, of course. Mm-hmm. But if y'all going, if everybody's so outraged now, y'all better mm-hmm. keep that energy because in 2022, I feel like no one's going to care or be thinking about that yeah. or anything. Not. No They're one's going to be, and the baby will be fine. Yeah. He will be fine. He'll yeah. lose some, he'll lose, maybe he'll lose some people, but on the whole, he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, he for me, he need to put out better music, like, because I'm over it. Like, I'm over his artistry. Like, I hear him, I'm just like, like, I don't like the songs he puts out because, like, I just, I can't get over, like, I just can't get over the redundancy. Like, and it's not a good redundancy. You know how, you know, I always bring up Pop Smoke. They say all his songs sound the same. 
mm-hmm. like a lot of them, but it's fire. I guess it depends on like what you <laughs> like. Like, but I just it does. I don't know. But I guess we can move on to the the second part of the question. Um, do you think homosexuality is pushed in media more than it needs to be? Ayo. Uh. Yes, I do. And I'm not saying that I have anything against homosexuality because, I mean, that's people's lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But um, I do feel like it seems like in, like, TV shows and movies and stuff a lot now, even in, like, little stuff like commercials. And I think, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, it was in, like, a cartoon before. Like, Mm -hmm. they just, like, have to throw it in there. And it's kind of like, it's weird because you when you see it, it's kind of like, oh, like, they just had to throw a gay couple in here, like, mm-hmm. two dudes doing this or two. And it's kind of like, y'all ain't do that before. But at the same, but it's like nothing, you don't want to say it like you're hating on that yeah. lifestyle, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, alright, why do y'all feel like y'all have to keep, like, mm-hmm. keep pushing this on us now? Because I'm seeing more and more mm-hmm. shows where stuff like that is happening. And it's just like, What's y'all reason for this? Like, is it? It's like, are y'all? It's, it seems like they just try to like do anything to like please them. So it's like, all right, well, let's just throw like a gay couple in here. Mm-hmm. Let's make them. Let's make these two people that you didn't think were gay do something gay, and then now right. it's just like, yeah, let's let's watch. I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just like, all right, let's you know, just so y'all don't forget that these people are important too. Let's just. Let's 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 have a gay scene real quick. It's like, I, like you know what I'm saying. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like I, I'm not, and then and it's just like, you see it. It's just like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 weird. But I do think I do think that it's pushed on. It's pushed on us a lot more now. And to be completely honest, I think sometimes it's like unnecessary. Like you didn't. I don't think you had to do that. But I guess yeah. they're trying to get everybody to really. You know, support it, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, no, go ahead, Jeff. No, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm, I kind of agree with Aaron. Like, there's nothing wrong with anyone being gay, or that's the lifestyle you choose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I don't have a problem with that. You do live your life. Um, yeah. I, but as far as media goes. It's. I feel it. It does. It is starting to feel like they're overly. Like I don't want to even. I don't like. I'm trying to figure. You know, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah, talk you gotta worry these things, right? Um. Yeah. I could see why someone could make the argument of the whole gay agenda thing. I think there's a difference between representation. An oversaturation. Bar. Um, I think you can represent gay people, and that's fine. No one will care. But there's also, like, we got to put gayness in cartoons and everything. Like, why do kids need... if, If we're... As a kid, right, when we were younger, like, like, as far as, like, relationships or or gayness or lifestyle choices. I don't think those are things we had to think about until it was time to think about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling people how to raise their kids. I'm not telling people how to live. But at the same time, I think that you should also give your... who You should give people benefit of the doubt 
like you don't have to force a lifestyle on them or be like, hey, th-, like I'm not going to tell my five year old like this is gayness. This is what this is. If you want to do this, but no, like, like, well, no, like, I'm gonna let you. Yeah, I'm gonna just let you be a child. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And 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 you're my son, so I'm gonna let you be a a boy. And if you get to an age where you happen to be question, you be questioning other lifestyles as even not even if you're not trying to be it, but you just want to know about it. Yeah. Then we can have that conversation, but that's a lot to put on the youth. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a lot. Like, what, just, just let them run around. That's all they they don't have. Like, let them deal with their childhood problems, and let them be. They're in their purest form right now. Just yeah. let them live. So, as far as I'm saying that, as far as like it, it being in like cartoons and stuff, right? I mean, you could you could I feel like you could teach. You can teach people to be like, hey, however you want to live your life is how you live your life. You can teach like there's nothing wrong with who you are. But if you're overbearingly putting homosexuality in media and it's not representation, it's it's saturate. You're trying to oversaturate the message. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, what what's what are we what are we doing here? Yeah, like is this I don't, I don't, sometimes it kind of makes you lose, like, lose track, like, all right, well, not lose track, but kind of confuses you, like, all right, well, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. What you, what's your biggest reason for showing me this? Right. Well, my points kind of align with what you were just saying, and, like, uh, I agree with what you're saying, there's a difference between representation and oversaturation. Um, I feel like in, in an effort to, um, represent the particular community it's become overkill in in some aspects Mm -hmm. and in the aspects where it becomes overkill it it turns into like kind of throwing um that subject matter in in all media as a sort of eroticism Mm -hmm. that i don't that i don't particularly care for and i think i mentioned in the last episode um me just personally i don't want to see like a whole bunch of over-sexualized stuff, homosexual or heterosexual in media. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like I just feel like there was a time when it's like the media um, that you know the everyday media that you you know you're just watching TV during the day. It's just they might like you know hint at certain things. Like some things were suggested, like oh the door is closing, so the audience was left to assume that like, oh, they're about to, you know, get busy. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. on TV, you just see it all. Like you see their parts, like you you see everything. And for me, it's the whole, I feel like our entire society is over-sexualized and sex-obsessed. Yeah. And sometimes I don't particularly want to see that on everyday television. There was a time where you had to go to particular sites or a particular channel or whatever yeah. to like at a certain time in the day. At a certain time in the day. And now it's, just, it's everywhere. Um, yeah. And that that kind of makes me in particular uncom- uncomfortable. And also disclaimer, I know I already started explaining, but there, I feel like you can never be perfect in what you're saying, especially in this society. So if I say anything that's offensive to anyone that's definitely not my intention. Um, mm-hmm. right. uh, but it's, it's, it's a real slippery slope because, okay, like you can say 
um, don't put this in cartoons or whatever, let them be pure or whatever. But, you know, some kids are born gay. So and and there's some people that there's some kids that like have two dads and have two moms. And, you know, maybe the media wants to represent that. But Mm -hmm. to your point, I feel like I, I feel like you don't have to like put it. You don't have to put it out there. Like, that's what this is. It is like, oh, like this is gayness or whatever. Like, I'm not going to be the one to introduce you to that. Personally, that's how I feel. If I was a parent or whatever in mm-hmm. that situation, it's just like once you get to a certain age, right. then exactly. It, you know, if that if you come across that, you have questions like then, yeah, we'll you know, I'm here. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I'm not going to be I'm not going to introduce you to that. That's just what that's just what I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, you know, it, it, oh, I feel like this day and age. Like, I'll give, like, the Spongebob and Patrick thing, for example. Like, I guess the creators came out and said that they're gay or something like that. Um, And it's kind of, like, okay, but, like, why can't, like, why can't you leave that up to the child's interpretation? You know what I mean? Like, why can't, like, one person, one child could, you know, pick up on that. And that's that child, but another child is like, oh, hey, they're best friends. Like, this is yeah. my, like, yeah. Johnny's my best friend. Like, SpongeBob and Patrick are my best friend. Like, I just feel like you should leave it up to the kids' interpretation and not necessarily um, just kind of for, like, just so y'all know. Right. Uh, SpongeBob, he, they're, he, they're hey. gay. Like, like and, why, though? Like, yeah, like, right. Yeah. And the, and the reason why is because. There's gay people out there. There's gay relationships. And I guess um, pe- I guess the society is trying to introduce they're either trying to introduce it young or um, find represent or find representation or make sure they're representing that community or like a combination of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's a, an agenda but mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes it's overkill, especially when you keep using that as a sort of like, oh, my God, eroticism. And the LBGTQ community um, doesn't even appreciate that a lot because a lot of them complain that, like, um, I think Shonda Rhimes has gotten flack for this. It's just like you're over sexualizing that community. They don't like yeah, that. They're just right. thinking, oh, because uh, we're gay, we just out here having sex with everybody. We just dropping mm-hmm. draws and doing like, no, that's right. not what we're all about. That's yeah. my thing. I think I think that I think because <clears throat> we were having this conversation too, but it was just like I think that even as you just said, even gay people are like, whoa, like what? Why are y'all super sexualizing us right now? Putting us in this yeah. huge spotlight. Yes, representation is one thing, but yeah. I feel like it's on a different level. I think that I don't know, like especially if we even want to bring it back to the baby, and then apparently. That Dua Lipa song, so he's, he's not on that song anymore. She dropped him, mm-hmm. right? And so. now they're all saying, "Put Lil Nas X on it now," and it's like because he's gay. It's like, well, then, it's like, like, yo, like it's yeah. almost like, well, that wasn't the point. Yeah, I think I think there's some instances where it's overkill, and then there's some instances where, like, hey, it's representation. I feel like um, I feel like sometimes Lil Nas X uh, walks a fine line. Um, but I, I do feel like at, I can understand him being overtly, you know, expressing his um, sexuality, his gayness because of the community he's part of. 
mm-hmm. like kind of pushing back against that the narrative that you know hip hop are supposed to be like you know these like that you know there, there's yeah like there's gay people a part of the hip hop community and I think um, Lil Nas is representation of that like. Like I mentioned in the last episode, is some stuff for me? No, does some stuff make me a little uncomfortable? I don't really want to watch that. Yeah, but I mean, it's not for me. Certain stuff is for a certain community, but I can understand mm. both sides. People feeling like, no, like we're just not overkill. Like um, we're finally comfortable in our skin. We want to encourage everybody to be comfortable. And then I can understand the side of like, okay, like, but relax. Like, it's, right. a, it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah. It's like, and y'all shouldn't even be cool with it constantly just being like this wow factor or just this. I think, I think, forget homosexuality, sex in general for me, it's just overkill a lot of times. There's no mystery. Even when people dress, it's like, even the yeah. outfits that we wear, there's no mystery. You call me a prude, call me whatever you want to call me, but like certain stuff is just like, all right, like there's no mystery. I see your entire Wuha. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's right. sex for me. It just is, is a lot. It's, 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 it's overkill in general. But, you know, it is what it is. And a lot, even in a lot of times, like, I feel for like parents who kind of monitor these things because it's harder these days because of social media and because it's just in so much like advertising. So you kind of have to mitigate if that's not a conversation you're ready to have with your child, like that, that becomes a, a task because they are including it, you know, in ads on the television and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I, I understand how parenting can become difficult in that instance um but i mean that's just what it is i don't know the solution if it's wrong right whatever but all i know is that's just what it is hope that answers your question i hope we were able to <laughs> give our insight hopefully nothing we said gets us canceled but <laughs> right it is. I think we're good on that. Yeah. Um, I think there's people out there saying way worse things than me, wasting their time to cancel us. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, I think that was actually a really insightful, thought out conversation. Um, I think so. How do we feel about the the the, the, the baby? How do we feel about the baby? <laughs> saying that he do we feel like he he thinks he's an icon in the making do you feel like that and what do you think makes an icon as an artist oh uh, go ahead ayo because i'm i was about to switch the subject because i don't want the baby to ever think he's an icon but go ahead icon in the making um he's really just the the catalyst to the icon conversation <laughs> yes <laughs> The real icon. I was he on his way to become one. Was he walking those the path to become one? Obviously not now, because all this crap that just happened. But I, I never you saw. You know it. that wouldn't even know, huh? He. I, I never saw it. I never felt that way about him. I never you felt. Know, I didn't think he was like trash or anything like that. But I, I never felt like he was just this oh like. I know who the people who I felt like were icons in the making or legends in the making, and he just was never on my list. You you know I, what though? He let me. I got to get out of my like my um 
like out of my head and as far like as far as like what kind of music I came up on and everything like that. Yo, to be co- to be totally honest with you, yo, he actually he actually could be. Like he could have been on his That's way. That's what I, I was my argument. And and I think and I and I say that because we may not personally like what the baby does. We may not personally like what he says. We may not personally like the music that he keeps doing over and over and over and over and over again. But you really can't deny like the influence that he has. And I think that's the strongest part that sticks out to me when I say that he could be an icon or could be on his way or whatever, because like having that, having that influence on the, just, I guess I don't want to say the the world, but just like, you know, the listen, the people that listen to his music and it's like, he's not only being pulled in, He's not only being pulled in and added to like other hip hop tracks. It's like other people from different genres and different races that actually want him to be a part of his music. And yeah. he gives off the type of personality in his like videos and everything like that. It it could be his personality in his videos and the way he makes his videos or even like regular uh interviews or something how he's just so like chill and everything like that. It could be that or it could even be um, the the way that you know the way that he raps or the way that he dances or just the way that he he stuck with his own sound for so long, but it's like yo, he doesn't fail at it. Everybody just mm-hmm. likes it every single time, and he's influencing other people out there, other people that bring out music and plan to bring out music. I mean, plan to put out music and other people that starting. Like I, I'll say, he's one of the people who he's one of the top artists right now, not the only one. But he's one of the top artists that actually had changed the sound in the music today as far as like simplicity. Everything is simple now. So it's like yeah. if you make it like people will choose people will choose a beat. People will choose a like a choose a the baby type beat before they would choose like something that's like J. Cole or somebody that actually has some substance. And it's like that's I have to admit, that's just what it is. So, so the baby did that? He did no, he, that? I'm he not saying he. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's the only one. I'm saying, but he's a big. He's one of the biggest artists to do that. It's a couple. Yeah. It's a couple. It's different artists out there that definitely like push that whole like simple sound type thing. Simple sounds, simple lyrics, simple everything. But that's where you we know, are, though. Yeah, and it's like honestly, it's a not. It's not a lot of people that that. It's people that maybe rap like like the baby, or maybe like a similar type of style. But the baby is like he's the baby. It's he he raps like the baby. He has his own thing. People know when it's him. People know what beats sound like him. He just has his own everything. And like I said, as much as we might think it's super repetitive and everything like that, yo, he he really could be on his way to being an icon. I'm not gonna say that now, like right this second, but he's he's not like going on like some like I'll say right now this second with this like you know talk about homosexuality thing, he going down a bad path. But other than that, yo, he's loved by the entire, like by, by everybody. You can't really deny that. I'm not saying what you're saying is preposterous. Cause I know a billion people like probably feel the same exact way. I just yeah. never, I guess this kind of ties into your, um, the second part of your question, Ant, like what constitutes as an icon to you? And mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe my criteria is different 
because like the whole influence thing, like I get that's an important part, but like how you influence the whole generation, cool, but what's the state of that generation? Like, I know we like to joke about Soldier Boy and stuff like that. And he is technically, I guess, a legend, an icon because he did influence a whole generation, but like, I'm not really a fan of the generation he influenced. Like I'm a fan of his, yeah. um, but okay, but he influenced a whole bunch of people to talk about nothing. So what did one, what did the baby influence? Like, was it impactful? I personally don't hear anybody influenced by the baby, but that just be, might be because like I'm in my box. Maybe I just don't mm. listen to that type of music Two, It's like, he's not doing anything special to me. Like, I feel like he's not really saying a whole bunch that made me be like, Oh, maybe because his delivery, like I just hear the, 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 the but like but I, you- I hear the voice. But would you say, because I don't think he's an icon right now. Yeah. Would you I, I say don't see, if I don't think it right now, like I don't, I, I don't foresee it. Like you, I, I'm gonna sound like I, I sound every week a delusional Doja Cat fan, but I see icon status in her because of all the reasons I, I name every day. Now, she came up in our conversation too. I agree. I think Doja is multifaceted enough to change things and be. An icon yeah. leader. It's the multifacetedness for me. It's and I feel like that's probably really one of my. <laughs> it was this bug that just came <laughs> into the window. I'm just like, go away. Um, yeah, like I, I see, I see it in Doja Cat. I saw it in Chris Brown. Like, I saw, I saw it in Rihanna. You, everybody, blind people saw it in Beyonce. Like, mm. and I just feel like. People, I guess because people have just done so many great things, like at a great level, like back then, like it's hard for me to detect it in today's because it's just Mm. so watered down. Like I feel like Kanye has did has done that. Drake has done that. Jay-Z has done that. But they did it in a time where I feel like the icons were in the making. I don't. With the exception of Doja, and I can't, and there's probably somebody else that I'm missing. I I don't really detect many icons. I, I feel was like about there's. To say that. I think the criteria, not the criteria, but I think who considers the icons have changed. Number one, and I think that the criteria to become one has changed. That's wait, and and but and keep going because I'm not gonna say much, but. That's the reason. That right there yeah, is the reason why my answer my was. Yeah, I might say that was the reason why I say like that. But go ahead. Because um, my thing was, we, me and Adrian going back and forth. I'm just like, I think in today's hip hop where the kids are, and I'm aged out. So, I, but I think in those optics, he is on the path to be one of their icons. Yeah, like because it's not. Like he started mm-hmm. crossing over. You got the pop songs. I mean, this is gonna set him back. Um, but again, if what I said holds true in a year and no one's gonna care, no one's gonna care, and he's gonna continue being successful. He was one of the guys of now. Like I could see the icons of right now being him, Meg, little baby. Like as long as they <sighs> evolve their um, artistry, of course, but those are—they're at least going to be their legends of the kids right now, of the the sixteen through twenty-five year olds. That's going to be their guys. 
the icon, you know, us the icon uh, in the make. Well, he might already be one. Yeah. Bruno Mars. He oh, he's is, for sure going to be one. I mean, no without question. If he's like, not, y'all he... try to make the weekend an icon, but it's really Bruno. Like these people, I guess for me, maybe I, my criteria is too high because it's like these people that y'all love so much. Like, and y'all just explain this to me of today's time. It's like they're not doing nothing. Like, and I just because I'm because I'm thinking of like. uh uh, Michael Jackson and all the other people I just named, Cole, uh, Beyonce, like all these people, and y'all not doing nowhere near and, close to and that. And they got, and of course, these these people I named still have to show and prove they're not mm-hmm. there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just the top of the the top of the yeah, top in the making. Um, right. I don't. So, I just foresee him like going. I, I feel like he's peaked the baby, going back mm-hmm. to the baby, and I don't see him growing. I see him regressing. That's just how I feel. And that's all. That's very possible too. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I feel like, like you said, we don't feel like they're doing anything, right? right. But I bet if you ask like a 17-year-old right now to them, they're probably they're doing, doing everything. everything. Like that's their people. They're their go-to artists. Well, let's say. Yeah, but it just, I mean, it just, honestly, <laughs> that's, that's why these type of conversations, it's always like, you kind of just got to give it up because it's like. Yeah, we might not like it, but they do. And just for when we growing up, our parents and like older, you know, people in our family, they probably look at our generation like, man, these people ain't doing nothing. Like now, these people back then was doing something. It's going, it's going to be like that forever, yo. So it's kind of like you have to just realize that, yeah, the people who are choosing the icons are going to change, and the yeah. and the way people look at it. Or like try to the way people the, label the criteria other is different now because yeah. a fifteen year old's criteria of an icon yeah. as they grow up in today's era is not going to be our criteria what it was in the nineties two thousands yeah because imagine yeah because and plus plus jazz imagine like you say oh yeah like people are not you know Michael Jackson like he's doing everything but the baby ain't like he's not doing anything compared to him yo you might no, want to fight you. I mean, I wouldn't compare saying, them to. Well, no, 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 not just comparing things. them to, but I'm, well, mm-hmm. right, not to compare them. But what I'm saying is, like, play Michael Jackson for a teenager now, they might really just call that John trash, <laughs> for real, for real. And that's and that's just the, right. that's just that the was, truth because that they, was my next part of my conversation. A 15 year old now was born in 06, right? So they're probably looking at Drake is their Jay Z. He's been there since they were born. And it's still here. Um, if you ask a 15-year-old, they might, if they if they up if they like us growing up, they went and did their research. But an everyday commercial, I only listen to the radio 15-year-old that's a fan of hip hop, they'd be like, if you tell them yo, Jay-Z's the greatest rapper of all time, they'd be like, get the fuck, that old ass nigga, they weren't they will diss the shit out of Jay-Z. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about a Jay-Z. Wow. Let let's let hit me up in twenty fifteen to twenty years and see if uh anybody's sampling Pooh Shiesty or anybody like because we're still sampling Stevie and, and Mike and all them like I, I, this is I feel like the music being made today is not sample worthy it, it just doesn't it has no you girth would, it, you would it, think that but there is a young producer who's like ten right now. <laughs> And when true, he gets true. 18, 20, 25, 26, he's going to be he's sampling what he grew up on. He might be sampling Doja because she's more melodic. He yeah. might be sampling, because yes, they will be sampling him. So yeah. in, 20, yeah. in 2035, 2040, they're going to be sampling people right now. 
We'll see. They probably still gonna be sampling Stevie, and that's a testament. <laughs> because I just feel like there's there's a point they where just like, get into the two thousands. Yeah. So people sampling. You know, matter of fact, you know what's amazing? You know that what was the song that uh the John that people here's something to think about the John that people was uh the the song that was made with the uh, Nelly sample that that's it that's it uh, uh-huh. uh, that John uh-huh. yo wow that's I bet point. you there is, some, there is somebody in the world who doesn't even know that what that's song a Nelly it? song and then when they find out one day they're gonna be like yo this is John that what's it's his name sampled in it and I'm right. like no it's not the Busted <laughs> song it's Nelly hot in here and it's one of the biggest songs that ever came out what are you talking about you stupid young boy so like, <laughs> but, and then they go and disrespect you more and be like who the fuck is Nelly Nelly and then they're gonna have to <laughs> So it's just like it's just it's it's just gonna be your ongoing thing. It's like it's frustrating for people like us and for the people even before us. But that's just I how guess, it is. I guess because I don't see who they're influencing. I only see who they've been influenced by. Um expect right. and I they were not even measuring up to that at this moment. I don't really see them even because I, I know the baby was influ- especially in visuals. I know he was influenced by Buster Rhymes. Like he had the but you're not as good as Busta Rhymes, and I don't really see you being good as Busta Rhymes because I I just don't see it. Like I, and then I somebody gonna tell, be like, "Who the fuck is Busta Rhymes?" Right? Yeah. I, can, I can tell Doja was um, influenced by Nicki Minaj, and I think one day she might be better than her. I really do. I feel like she's already showing signs of that, mm-hmm. but I don't see that in in others. I just don't. But um, my mind may change in 30 years when I'm in North Carolina eating there with Smokehouse. And my, grand, <laughs> my grandchild says, oh, listen to Box 50, whatever. Yo, Box 50. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, Box 50 sounds like an artist that can come out right it's now. Yeah. Oh, I thought, wait, Box why did I just jump? Because I thought someone was a bug, but it was just the, the um, stem of the apple on the Mac. <laughs> reflecting on the sun. Too old already, yo. Right. Yo, I'm already acting like my mom crazy. I don't know. There was a box next to me and I just I don't know. That's <laughs> how rappers get their name now. <laughs> wow, that know, was like, it was oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. I, I know I think it's a really important combo to have. Um mm-hmm. As we go on in this music thing, I think because we just started picking out like, like if you go to 80s, you got LL, Beastie Boys, KRS, Rakim, like all of them. Then you got 90s, you got Hove, Nas, Big Pac. And like, I think those two decades gave us the most legends because then you got, like I said, Hove, Pac, Nas, M, X, Busta, Missy, Snoop, Dre, like the list goes on and on and on, and that's just rap. We ain't getting the R and B, like right. And then two thousands, you you got Fifty, Kanye, Wayne, uh, Luda, uh, T Pain, Beyonce, Rihanna. It gets get crazy, and then later yeah. you get Drake, you get Nicki, you get. And I, but my point is, I think the closer you get to now for us, maybe yeah. a teenager probably have a different list. But for me, I'm just like, all right, now I'm, I went from having a whole bunch, the pool gets smaller and smaller and smaller the forward, the more forward I go in time, the more music becomes microwavable and quick and, mm-hmm. because no one's taking the time anymore. Like being an artist now is just having a big social media presence. Oh, but you also do music. 
You know what I mean? I think icons will be different. I think I think kids in the future, their icons will be social media people. Yep. Oh my. Who happen God. to do music? I, I just. Uh... I think the criteria is changing. I, I don't even know what the is. His icon by Jada Smith. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Icon living. That's one. Um, right. I, I think that like. The criteria is going to change. The landscape always changes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to be, people are going to be picking their icons and legends from different areas for different reasons. So at, even if I feel like the baby, little baby, uh, Meg, uh, Dirk, like the, the, the up and comers, the, the possible future legends, that's gonna be their team. That's gonna be their squad. And in twenty years, they're gonna be like, "Yo, remember when Dirk dropped like they? That's the those are the guys." Yeah, they're gonna do that too. Um, Roddy Rich, like all of them. That's gonna be their guys. Mm-hmm. Like future, oh, he's gonna be crazy in the future. He's gonna be like, he's really gonna be somebody. Future gonna be somebody's like Jay Z. Yeah. Sadly, but he will. Be. It's the truth though, because yeah. you can say what you want, but future. Future and like Thug, they've influenced these rappers right now. Yeah. Those are the gods now who influence yeah. the people. And, and like Drake, and Drake is going to like Drake is going to be there. Is definitely there, Jay Z. Drake is going to be the one that's like he's the top of everything. Yeah. Drake is my icon. And, and, and before I say this, I want everybody to close their eyes, audience, and just picture the Oprah gift. Okay, picture the Oprah gift. Because that's what I sent to my cousins when they sent me uh, uh, the post where it says all hip-hop. Drake warns anyone in the way of certified lover boy release on August 6th. What did I say last episode? I think what you said that what I happens say? if Drake drops the same day as Kanye? You saw Drake, you saw Kanye change the date now? He put up something that says August 5th now? <laughs> Thursday. Hey. Listen, I told y'all it was all dependent on Aubrey. I told you this. Now, Drake hasn't said that, but if he, if it really does drop Friday on August 6th, Ooh. that's going to be... Yo, Jasmine gets to come in here and just post <laughs> her clip over and over like, <laughs> oh, Drake is going to drop August I'm 6th. I'm changing my profile pic to the Oprah <laughs> gift. Oprah I'm just tweeting Oprah gifts all day long, <laughs> like the whole weekend. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Every hour on the hour. So yeah, yeah. Every hour on the hour. I'm going to post double at 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. <laughs> you should just put, like, your favorite tracks from the Drake album and every single time. Yes. The art on top is just the, the opening. Yeah, it's just the yes. Opening. That's going to be crazy. So people were predicting, like, if they were to um, drop on the same day, who they think would sell more. I don't care about sales. I care about the content. But Great. one, who do you think is going to sell more? And two, who do you think is going to have the better album? Prediction. I'm going to go Drake for both. I'm going to go Drake for both. But mm-hmm. I don't think, I honestly don't think Kanye's album is going to be bad this time. I hope it's not. Maybe yeah. that's wishful thinking. I'm not, yeah. saying his, his, I'm not saying his last couple were completely trash. I'm mm-hmm. just saying... I, I'm, he's sounding like the Kanye I missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I I'm, feel like is about to happen again. And I'm, I'm excited for that possibility. I feel like 
in a sense, it benefits Drake to drop on the same day or tease dropping around the same time as Kanye because I do feel like although we've been heavily anticipating his album, it's lost momentum because we've been uh, uh, dragged for so long. Like, we've been, you know, he's been lying to us about the release date for so long. So a lot of people are just like, oh, well, forget it. Like, so I think this is going to get even more momentum behind the album for Drake. Um, but I do think, I, I mean, I think, I know I'm going to like whatever Drake puts out better because I just like Drake better than Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Kanye is going to have a better album than what he's been putting out in recent years. I think I'm going to enjoy right. it more. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll agree with that. I hope that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, Drake's going to sell yeah. more just off of the fact that of our previous conversation. Like the audience is kind of people, everybody loves Kanye. Kanye is also up there. Oh, mm-hmm. as far as transcending um um um, um demographics and eras. So when yeah. Kanye drops, everybody listens. But I think even the people even younger, like I think more age demographics will play Drake over and over than will play Kanye over and over. And that's why I think it's going to sell more. Not one, not because one is better than the other per se. That's opinion, of course. But I think it's just because of who's listening. And there's more mystery behind Drake's album because the title is so intriguing and everybody's trying to figure out what's he going to be talking about. Like, especially mm-hmm. just putting piecing together the comments that he's made, like about what he's doing. But Donda, he, I mean, uh, Kanye had a whole listening party, so we have more of a feel for what's, yeah. what we're going to hear. So I think that also um, helps Drake, like because it's more mysterious and everybody's going to tune in. So what is what's the vibe for this album? I don't know. I think what if it's what if it's a three part album, not three parts, but like broken up into three parts, and like one is the certified part, <gasps> it's the lover with R and B songs, and one is the boy because he called himself the boy. Yo, if that happens, yo, this is the best podcast in the world. I must yo. and I must crown you. I must give you <laughs> the Oprah gift privileges. I must <laughs> retire. I must bow down. And I'm gonna just put like my head on Oprah's body. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a dope. Hey, but but what CLB. would the but what would the certified part consist of? Like the boastful, passive aggressive. The, then what's the boy? That the <laughs> boy is the ting, the ting. Oh, the ting? No, I don't want a ting ah, section. The boy, that ain't the boy, out. yo. That's not the okay, boy. Okay, maybe the boy is the, the the Drake that I love. What if the boy is just mad like? Time location songs. He just recorded a yeah. bunch of them and put them all under the boy. I mean, I'll be with that. I like no those. hook, all bar Drake tracks. Yeah. I just I don't want it to I, be a whole R and B album. Like I don't. I'm going to be. I think he's gonna do that. I don't he wouldn't do that to me. I don't think he would. He oh. knows because he's it's too much at stake. Like especially if he's going against what? If, what if? Behind the scenes, they caught wind of each other, like trying to drop on the same date. And Drake had a whole like, you know, what he was going to put out. But then he heard Kanye was like cooking. So he was like, oh, F that. I have to keep the title because I, you know, I already told everybody. But like, what if he redid or added some more stuff to kind of cater to the battle aspect of it? And um, that's why it took so long. I don't know. Could be. I mean, it could I be. wouldn't be surprised if they knew behind the scenes. I'm sure they do know, honestly, behind the scenes. Um, they have to. I, yeah. 
Well, no, man. we'll see. We'll see August sixth. What's going on? I think yeah, that my last my last comment on those two. I think that Kanye, the legend he is, and icon he is, has become. And follow me on this analogy. Like he's become Dave Chappelle status, where when he drops, it doesn't even necessarily have to be. Like, all right, if Chappelle drops, it doesn't necessarily have to be comedy all the way through. You're listening to hear his perspective on what's happening. I got, I get what you're saying. Chappelle has become more of a speaker than a comedian. You know what I mean? Comedy is sprinkled throughout. Now, I I bring that to Kanye and Drake because I feel like when Kanye drops now, it's a moment. We're listening to hear where you are in your head. We're listening to hear how you deliver this, what you've worked on. It's like a masterful piece of art that you hang in your wall, on your wall. Um, when Drake comes out, it's more traditional, but you're listening to it more for like, oh, what you gonna say, music, da, da, da. I think that's why, that's gonna feed into more why Drake gets the spins. Right. Kanye, I feel like, is in a refined state where his, mm-hmm. his jersey's in the rafters. I'm just listening to be like, oh, wow. Okay, that was, that was amazing. Whether you like it or not, that was an achievement. You gave me a a, a a a talking piece. You gave me you gave a presentation, and we love you and we appreciate you for it. Even if I don't like it, I have to appreciate the work that went into creating it. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? I like that Drake, perspective. I think Drake is more of the traditional artist as of right now because Drake is still going mm-hmm. with the flow. I think Kanye has reached that Jay Z status where when Jay Z drops, it, we all have to stop and listen. Mm-hmm. Am I, Maybe I won't bang 444 or whatever a, a modern day Jay Z album is as much as I would bang like like a Drake right album? now. Yeah. Oh. But it's like I'm going to listen. And I think that's where Kanye is. I feel like he's earned that respect at the very least. Yeah. So yeah. so when when Kanye drops, it's like, okay, everybody, let's listen. Wow, that was we take what we take from it. We say what we say about it. And then when Drake drops, it's like, all right, party time. Now. Let's play this back to back to back to back to back to back to back. That's yeah. what I feel like with those two. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a really good perspective. I like the the, the analogy. Um, yeah, we got a lot to look forward to this week. Yeah. We got the verses on August 3rd with the locks and Dipset. And then we got, you know, we're going to see what, what happens with Drake and Kanye at the end of the week. So... Stay tuned. Yeah, it's going to be a good joint, yo. It's going to be a good week. And I just want to leave off by saying that I don't ever want to forget this person as an icon, and that is Kirk Franklin. <laughs> he is the gospel yeah. icon, period. Oh, man. Man. Kirk. K- <laughs> KF. K Frank. K Frank. Yeah. Kirk F. Yo, Kirk F. <laughs> But yeah, and he, yo, also awesome. him. Well, if he if he's an icon, then um, that means so is the baby because he named his album Kirk. Kirk. So, <laughs> so I mean, you got to give it to the baby. For the Oscar, I mean, I, I, icon status, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. like, no. All right, as always, Oscorecast on Twitter, Oscorecast on Instagram, Oscorecast at gmail.com. Please hit us up. Hit us up, especially with this conversation. I feel like there's a lot to be said about this convo. Let yeah. us know what you think. Let us know what, about what you heard, and uh. As always, I'm Ant. I'm an icon. Name the Addy. 
And you are now unplugged. Thank y'all for listening. We'll talk to y'all next time. Uh, whenever y'all want to hear three icons talk on a microphone, you can always listen to us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes. with that said, peace out. Peace.